Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey there, soul sisters, Eskimo brothers, and touchy uncles. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hi, 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 hi. Welcome to the show. Uh, If this is your first time around on this podcast, this is a show where I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, relationships, gender, love, and why we didn't work out. Uh, And I am very excited to... And it's it's not bitches I banged with Billy Presida. If you're new and you're thinking that, it's stop it, okay? Although it's a, that's a fantastic title for a different podcast. I, I will say as much. I uh, love the alliteration. I am very excited to bring back uh, a one of my favorite guests from this podcast, okay? You may remember her from episode 5 and episode 50-something. Kaylee Marshall returns for her third appearance on this program. And I can't wait to tell you more about her in a bit. But first... No show dates, people. No, no show. No, no comedy shows to promote uh, at this present moment in time. Instead, I want to direct you uh, to manwhorepod.com and tell you to get on the mailing list. I am doing a free sex toy giveaway to one lucky listener uh, on my mailing list. Okay, we will be giving away a free guy braider at the end of this month. The guy braider. Uh, I've talked about it a lot on the show. A fantastic male sex toy. Uh, it's also known as the Pulse uh, by our good friends at Hot Octopus. Okay, you can win it for uh, for yourself, or you can win it for a penis wielding lover of yours. So again, manwarpod.com. To qualify, you have to uh, fill in your email address and your zip code. That is very important. If you're already on the mailing list, then you got you're already in. Nothing to worry about. If you're not sure that you filled in your zip code, you can email it to me and I'll, and I'll enter it myself. Election season, people. Oh, the elections are coming up, drawing near. I know I don't talk about it kind of ever on the podcast. That's just because I assume everyone here is on board with Hillary. Whether or not you're in love with her, I'm not. But I'm assuming everyone's with her at this point, okay? Uh, I, I, I think it's a fair assumption to... Uh, make that there's no one listening to the man whore podcast who also votes for Donald Trump. Or or if they think the man whore podcast is, is bitches I banged with Billy Presida, and when they realize it's not, they're like, oh, fuck this faggot. And then they, you know, stop downloading. Uh, but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe if you are voting for Trump, whether or not you're Republican, I'm saying if you're voting for Trump and you listen to my show on the regular, uh, email me. I would... I'd be very interested to know you exist so I can know, like, wow, that's a unique individual. Uh, but but I want to remind everybody, please go out to vote on November 8th, not November 28th, the way uh, the Don has has thankfully uh, told his Florida voters. Go out and vote. This I know, look, it seems like Hillary's got it in the bag. I get it. Okay, Vegas has Trump at five to one odds. That's terrible. But this is beyond the presidential election. The co- Congress is up for grabs, okay? This is about your state representatives, your state senators, okay? G- there's a lot of governor races going on. So remember, please go out and vote, even if you, if your state is just staunchly blue. We want to ensure that uh, although Hillary will be in the White House, that actual change can be made with a left-leaning Senate, with a left-leaning Congress. 
Uh, also, you know, on statewide levels, okay, a lot of props out there, a lot of state ordinances out there. Cali, California voters, okay, you have a lot of props up uh, to vote on, including Prop 60, which affects our dear friends in the porn industry, okay? Remember, you are voting no on Prop 60. Say it with me now. Say it again. No on Prop 60. Why, Billy? Well, we're going to tell you next week. I'll, I, have a, I, have a very, I have a very sexy friend uh, in the porn world who, who will explain it to y'all. But for now, just get it in your heads. Remember, no on Prop 60 if you live in California. How was my week? How was my weekend? Uh, wow, what a weekend for me. No glory hole mishaps this time. Still not talking about it. Uh, <laughs> woo. Uh, what the float? I went to the final. What the float? That was a good time. Um, Paige and I went, right? And then we were going to go to this like play party afterwards. And it turns, but we were still on the fence. We're like, ah, oh, let's see how we feel. Float ended directly outside the building the orgy was at. And we were like, well, we got to go. We're, we're right here. And we get up there, and she warned, and Paige warned me. It's kind of like a vampire-themed party. Uh, so she's like, there's going to be needles and knife play and b- fake blood and real blood, and it's gonna, there's going to be stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. I can take it. I'm so mature. I'm the man whore guy, right? I can see anything. And I get up there, and I'm like, okay, your kink is not my kink. And oh, my God, that's a big knife. People, uh, I'm glad people do it safely and smartly with gloves in their shit. But oh my god, that one, that one freaks me out a bit. Oh, the knife stuff, scalpels. And then this, in this, this upcoming Saturday, we have a hacienda that we're going to, and the theme is the doctors in, and there's going to be medical play. So there's going to be scalpel stuff. There's going to be needles. There's, and I'm just like, wow. It's, I, I feel like. I feel like the sex world or the sex pods community, I feel like communities go in, in cycles of kinks and fetishes and things that they're trying, you know, like not terribly long ago, a couple years ago, it was rim jobs and pegging thanks to girls in broad city. Right. And now it seems to be like medical play is the hip new thing. Uh, not, not too long ago, apparently incest role play was like the hot new fetish on the scene. Let me tell you, when they start pretending to be centaurs, I'm out. That's that's where I draw the line. Imaginary creatures already kind of freak me out a little bit. Not going to pretend to be one. Not going to pretend to fuck one. No way. At some point, it's got to circle back around where like the kinky, hot, crazy sex at orgies would be uh, missionary with just your partner with the lights off while you both look into each other's eyes and gently stroke your hair. I feel at some point that's going to be like the hot sex to have intimacy. Kind of crazy. Uh, Speaking of kind of crazy again, hey, your kink is not my kink and that's okay. But oh my God, that's a big knife. Uh, Here's another one I saw. I saw an ad on random acts of muff dive on Reddit uh, this week. It's unusual. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it's a bad fetish to have. I'm just saying I have not seen this post yet. Uh, It's a a 24-year-old female looking for a male. Says, looking for a guy, preferably 20 to 30 years old, who would enjoy me to have a go face-sitting and face-shitting on him 
while getting a BJ, which by the way, I know she like threw the BJ at the end of it, but this really does, this really does not seem blowjob centric. I think she's on the wrong subreddit. Beards are a bonus, but please shave your dick. Uh, orig- born in New York, originally from Ireland. If you're not into face sitting, face shitting, and getting BJ's, suck your own dick and don't waste my time. Which I'm just like, who's, you know, who's into like two out of three of those? Like, yeah, face sitting and BJ's, I understand that, but I feel bad for the guy who's like, oh, well, you know, I love face sitting and oh, I love me some face shitting, but blowjobs, get those out of here, lady. We can split a hotel, we'll meet for bowling or something beforehand just to get comfortable with each other. Such a just nice, pleasant activity before she shits on his face. Not the shame, nobody. Just saying uh, this was a fun ad to read. And in the comment thread, all of us are rooting for her. This is the type of thing that would like easily bring out the trolls. But no, I felt faith in my online internet community because we all were just like, yeah, lady, we were all upvoting and saying, none of us are interested in doing it, but we all want this to happen because we all want to read that success story. And hey, it's the internet, so you know, there's at least seven people who's going to do that with her. So, power to her, to this, to this young woman, with a, with a full colon. All right, uh, Kaylee is back for her third appearance on the Man Whore podcast. What is unusual about this recording is, uh, I recorded it in January, and I recorded it on the same night as Helen. And I ended up releasing Helen's episode instead of Kaylee's. And then I thought, I don't know, I don't know why I didn't record, release it. I thought maybe it was bad. And I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to keep that tucked away for a rainy day. And then I went to go re-listen to it recently. And I thought, this is really good. Like, this is a great conversation. It's not like a super slutty, kinky, crazy sex conversation. But it's a really uh, awesome convo about dating and relationships and falling in love. Also, uh, the throwback Thursday, except it's Wednesday, possibly for you, is that this occurs in the time period where I just met Paige and then she broke things off. Because Paige and I met uh, last December at a party and then we went on a couple on a few dates and then out of nowhere, she's like, hey. I've got to break things off. I've got this new internship. I'm going to be too busy to do this. And I was really hurt because I was really into the girl. And so I was talking. So you'll hear Paige and I talking about this woman. When your mission is beyond missionary, step up your game with Liberator. Their collection of transformable sex furniture and sex toy mounts will put you in sexual positions you never thought were possible. Use promo code MANHOR and save 40% off the best-selling wedge ramp combo at liberator.com. As we age, our bodies are changing. Certain parts need more support than they used to. Other areas are getting a little sore or faster. And that's why it's important to make sex more comfortable. And that's where Liberator comes in. Liberator has been making fuck furniture to make sex more comfortable, more pleasurable, and last longer for decades. Their best-selling wedge ramp combo gets you in the right positions just a little easier, just a little bit more comfortable, which means you're ready to be in that position longer and harder. And you can get 40% off Liberator's wedge ramp combo when you use promo code MANHOR at liberator.com. 
or you can click the link at the top of the notes to go right to the product. Again, 40% off their best-selling wedge ramp combo with promo code MANHOR, or you can just browse around liberator.com and upgrade your sex life today. Who does end up becoming my girlfriend? And I think that's a really cool angle uh, from which to listen to this episode. And uh, other than that, you know, we talk about OKCupid, disrespectful, dirty talk, our history together. Uh, and we do also go back to the, the very first Hacienda I went to. And Kaylee was my, was my date. And we talk about the handholder. Because this is a man who fascinates me. <laughs> so I, I think you're all going to really enjoy this week's show. And, uh, and to all my level three and up patrons, you will be getting a full length bonus episode, an additional like 30 or 40 minutes that Kaylee and I recorded. Uh, you'll be getting that tomorrow on Thursday. So uh, check your emails, check your spam folders. Okay. I think some of y'all, my emails are going to spam. So make sure you check those. But for everybody else, hey, sit back, relax, and enjoy my nearly 10 month old recording with Kaylee. I don't think you're boring. I think you're fun. I mean, first time you come on, you say, like, you talked about how hot your brother was. He's still hot. He's getting hotter. Your brother's getting hotter? Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's, like, looking for a prom date right now. And I'm like, how the fuck do you not have one? You're so much better looking than I was in high school. <laughs> Should not be an issue, but I guess it is. Hook him up. Uh, help him out. How the fuck am I supposed to do that? I don't know. Go, go on a campaign. Go campaign around his high school. In Colorado? Put up, but I have so much access to at this moment. Put up flyers. Yeah. I couldn't make like a... F I know... Be like, listen, my if he wasn't my brother, I'd bang him. Why don't you? I know for a fact that all of my gay friends would be down um, <laughs> to take him to prom. As would most of my female friends. He's quite charming. Mm -hmm. So... Okay. Yeah, the last time I talked about how hot my brother yeah. was and he's still hot. So. And the last time we talked about couple fucking. So like, I, I, I don't know why you think you're boring. Or do you think you're going to be boring now? I think I'm going to be boring now. Uh, that was such an exciting, interesting phase of my life. What yeah, a time. The, what, the, that eight months that you were like banging couples? It was like a year. It was like, <laughs> I'd like to call that a full year of my life that I was doing some questionable things. Questionable? But, How questionable is it having threesomes? It's not questionable. What's questionable is how I would put myself in these situations that like very well could have gone in a very unsafe manner and somehow Such never as... did. Uh, like just like meeting up with a random couple that I don't know and like saying yes right away to going to their home. Like most girls are really, I feel like hesitant against that, or at least my friends would be like, "Who wants to be most girls?" That? Though that's why no you're. That's why I girls. think you're badass because you're not most girls. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Most girls are boring. Most people are boring. Most people. Who wants are to boring. be most people? I don't. No one does. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> but now things have toned down. You got yourself a boo. Yeah. Yeah. I got a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, um, are you still Kaylee Marshall or? Yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah. I can, I can be Kaylee Marshall. Okay. Uh, my boyfriend said that he was. I was like, oh, I, I might go do this podcast for my friend, and he was like. This, I told him what it was called, and he was like, this sounds really off-brand for you. Like, and I was like, I think it sounds pretty on-brand. Yeah, it's a very... <laughs> anytime I tell somebody a weird, crazy sex thing I do, I'd be like, no, I'm just trying to stay on-brand, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, there's songs for Slay Girls, Man Horror Podcast, they kind of go hand-in-hand, hand, right? And he was like, it sounds kind of like not feminist-y enough for you. And I was like, it's fine. I've never thought of you as feminist-y. I'm pretty feminist-y. Yeah, I'd say I'm pretty feminist-y. 
feminist, but femi- feministy, I think of like feministing. I think of like extreme, like radical separationist feminist super radical but i do get into arguments with you a lot about feminism i think do we oh my god do you not remember like the six other times we've hung out prior to this and every time we argued and got in a fight about either race or uh feminism when do we talk about race or feminism oh my god we got in a, i don't i wish i could remember what the argument was even about but i don't we think did this has ever happened about race yeah i i don't because i'm not you must have been drinking heavily during each of these arguments is this when i brought the, is this when i brought cookies when we were at that bar on like third or fourth street that was one of the times I don't remember getting. Oh wait, that, I thought that was just a fight because I dumped beer on you. <laughs> oh yeah, I, okay. To be honest, I don't really remember a lot of that night. I remember coming in, falling on the floor when I wasn't even intoxicated, had not had a drop of liquor in my system, and I fell on the floor. And the bartender gave me a free shot because I fell on the floor. And then we got super wasted, and you spilled your entire beer on me. And you like stormed then I out. Stormed out. I don't think I was actually mad. I think I was just like. <laughs> This feels like a great time to leave, and like, also it feels dramatic and awesome. It was quite dramatic. I didn't know if we were good or not. Oh, you're totally fine. I think I was just wasted. I was like, I'm going home. But I think I sent you a very long text message. Are we okay? Like, I don't know. I'm. Oh, you totally did. And then I woke up the next morning. I was like, we good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because I've I've said this before. I need. I feel like after, even if it's a playful fight with a friend, I need some form of aftercare. I understand that. I understand that. You're like (laughs) me. You're very. We're very similar in our emotional states. I think with people. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if that fight was real or not. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't real. It wasn't real. Well, I've got back Kaylee Marshall, uh, everybody, uh, from episode f- five and fifty uh, something, and she, she's I'm a regular. You have both of those on memory. Well, I know you were number five. That's the easy one to remember, and it's a good number. You then were around the one year anniversary. But you're you're a man whore podcast regular at this point. You're you're a favor of mine. I hope you're a favor of others. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I fucking hope so. Uh, but I always find you find you fun to chat with, and our relationship has been in different stages each time you've come on. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time you did the show was our first time really kind of connecting since we had been sleeping together. Um, yeah, wasn't that like a two year? There, hadn't talked, seen the, each other's stint or something like that. Other than like a one off date, yeah, Maybe yeah, even three years. I don't know. Yeah, the first, your first episode on the show was our initial like breakdown of what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last yeah. time you came on the show was a little debrief of how we started sleeping together again and why things yeah, ended such again. <laughs> and now, uh, now you guys, now we've been good friends and again, and you have a boyfriend. Yes, that's unexpected. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if it came out of nowhere. Um, All I know is like uh, one moment we're talking, you're having fun being single, and next moment you're off in Europe with some dude you just met. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about risky decisions? Is going <laughs> to Europe? That was another risky decision. <laughs> How long were you guys dating before he you agreed to go to Europe? It was like well, no, a well, month? first it was Brazil. We were Brazil. dating for like two weeks, and he was like, "Do you want to go to Brazil with me?" And I was like, "If someone offers you a free trip to Brazil." It doesn't matter if you could die at the end. You have to take the Isn't that the premise of Taken? Probably. It is not. Because she goes with her girlfriend. (laughs) This was like, I was like, damn, this guy's offering to take me to Brazil and I don't have to pay for it. Fuck yeah, I want to go. I've never been to Brazil. Um, And then he asked me to go to Europe like a month or three weeks. Where'd you meet this dude? Okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid's got. (laughs) Yep. 
That's talk about hitting the lottery with the OK Cubes. Really fucking. De- Actually, you know what? I fucking deserved it. I spent so much time. Oh, on you OK- deserved it. Absolutely, I spent so much fucking time on OK Cupid and went on so many bad dates on OK Cupid. In fact, right before I met him, I went on probably the worst date of my entire life. Yeah, what was, um, why is that? <sighs> okay, so I this summer, I graduated from college recently and. Mm adulthood kind of just like slapped me in the fucking face and was like wake up bitch and um a lot of things were falling through the cracks and i just um quasi broken up with someone that i was quasi dating um who kind of made me realize what i wanted um which was a full-fledged boyfriend Mm -hmm. um he kind of tricked me into being like you want a boyfriend you do and i was like fuck you're right you have my number and then he was like but i don't want to be your boyfriend and i was like you're an asshole um so that kind of went badly and so i went back on the okay cupid train and i was like reading this positive thinking book and i was like oh i'm gonna get a boyfriend it's One gonna those be great. self-help books oh from absolutely Barnes and noble yeah i think it was called you're a badass how are there so many self-help books because a lot of people need help and yeah, they want to find it in a book and like a quick, easy fix thing. I There are more self-help books than I've seen like in history book sections. It's insane. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone thinks they have the answer. No one has the answer. I definitely don't have the answer. People email me for advice. I'm like, I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> I'm sure you give great advice. Oh, thank you. Um. So, so yeah, so I was like, guy, I was yeah. reading, I was reading this book and I'm like, back on the okay cupid train i'm really aggressive on okay cupid i would uh-huh. be like i'd message a bunch of people i'd also get a, as a girl you get a lot more messages than boys do <laughs> yeah so i would like find the ones that seemed appealing and we would like talk um and so i was messaging probably like six guys at a time that i was like i could definitely like go on a date with you um and this one guy wanted to go on a date and he was a comedian um and like a performer and stuff. What's, and what's his name? I have no idea. What I, I think it was Kevin or something. I want to know. I I really don't know. I want to know how bad of a comic that. he the, is. What, uh, God, was that's it? how I judge your taste is based off of how funny of a comedian you hook up with is. I'm I'm sure that he's not funny. Um. So we like met up at this bar in Brooklyn. He seemed really nice at first. Like he was talking about his family and like his sisters and was like really doing the nice guy act. And I was like, wow, this guy seems like really cool. Um, and he was talking about how he's all, he's really looking for love and like all this stuff. And I was like, Oh wow, this is like a genuine guy. This like, this could be really cool. And they like kissed me in the middle of this bar, which I always think is like quasi tacky, but like I usually, I always go for it because I'm always interested in how the kiss is going to be. Okay. And the kiss was like, okay. And I was like, okay, this is fine. And he's like, do you want to go back to my apartment and watch um, True Detective? And I was like, absolutely, because I like True Detective. This was when it just started the second season, so I wasn't sure if it was going to be bad yet, and it was bad. And it was so bad. Um, And so he's like, do you want to come back to my apartment and watch it with me? And I was like, sure. Um, And so we got to his apartment, and the second we got into his apartment, he like starts furiously making out with me and like throws me on his bed and starts talking to me calling me his little dirty slut and telling me to put his cock in my mouth. And it was just like this complete 180 from... You'd be like, I just came to watch Vince Vaughn. <laughs> exactly. And so I was just like... It was the most uncomfortable I've ever felt in a first... In like a sexual situation. I don't... And like, I like dirty talk. And I like... Mm-hmm. I like being rough in the bedroom. But like to just do that on a first date without any conversation prior to it being like are you into this like yeah. i'm into this can we try this was just like 
really assaulting. And he could tell that because I was just like not into it. And he was like, it's okay, baby. Like, I don't mean it when I call you. So I don't mean it in a derogatory way. It's just like what gets me off. Don't worry, bro. Like I'm a big male feminist. So like, it's cool, bro. And I was like the fucking gall on this guy. But this was the worst part is that like, I just let it happen. And Mm. like, I let him fuck me, even though I definitely didn't want to fuck him. Then I was, and I immediately left. I was like, I'm leaving now. And on the way home, I was just like sobbing because I, I was so angry at myself. Like I'm, I feel, think of myself as a really strong woman who knows what she wants and um, can say no in situations that she doesn't feel comfortable in. And I couldn't say no because I was like. Well, you could say no. Well, I'm curious is what led you to not say no? What in your I head was blocking was, you from getting It was there? I agreed to come to this guy's apartment. Mm. So I was asking for this and that I, doesn't sound like oh, you. It, I, I know that's how I think it's a thing that happens to a lot of girls, especially mm-hmm. women who think that they're like that they, they would act this certain way in this certain scenario. It comes down to this scenario and you get, it's so deeply ingrained in you. This idea of like, Oh, you're asking for it or, Oh, you shouldn't be drinking or like, Oh, you shouldn't be doing this that you feel ashamed and so you just kind of go with it because and also like obligation yeah you have an obligation or you don't want to be rude or you feel like it's impolite not to put this fucking stranger's cock in your mouth when he asks you to like and i was just oh my god i was so upset i i was never more angry at myself because like this it's not this guy's fault like was he a jerk and like totally inappropriate absolutely but it was me who failed to say something and be like I'm not okay with this and leave a situation that I wasn't okay with. And that's what made me the most upset about it. Have you normally uh, fallen pressure to that type of thing? Or was this a, yeah, I've been in so many, like that was the first time that it ever felt really, really gross. There were other times where I'm like, and eh, this isn't like the best. And I probably like could leave, but like, no, actually there's other, there's, there's been a bunch of other times where somebody has really mistreated me and I've like stayed and, um, sat through, like gotten through it because it, it felt like it was easier to just get through it than to make a scene and leave. So not that you represent all women, but like I, you know, can't, I can only understand the female experience to a certain extent. So what's, what's going through your head at that point when. For me, for me, it's always like, it'll, it's shorter. It's, it will be shorter and less dramatic if I just like do this thing that I'm not comfortable with. And then I can, say that I did it and then never go back and it won't be a big deal. But why, why are you so afraid of the confrontation or the drama? I don't know. Cause think, I'm, I'm assuming this isn't a guy you're afraid is going to be like to physically. No, I, I, I never, yeah. I never felt afraid for my life. So it's, it's fear of confrontation in general, not a fear of getting hit. No, it was like the fear of him being like, Oh, you're a bitch. Or like, uh, like, of someone not liking you. I'm a person who like really wants people to like Which me. It's strange because right before we turned on the mics, you called yourself a cunt. Yeah. Because I, I, like, I can be, be a cunt. Right. So I was like, why are you so afraid of being a bitch to... Uh... I don't know. And that's what made me so frustrated was that like, wh- what is what is wrong with me that I can't just be like, fuck you. No, you can't call me a slut without talking to me about it. Just because you tur- it turns you on doesn't mean it turns me on. And how dare you treat... And, and like... I did get the the balls at one point where like I had like sucked it, sucked him off and like he was fucking me and I was like are you even gonna go down on me and he he was like that was it took so much courage for me to say that in that moment and then he did like the most half-assed 
just a couple coats. Just like uh, literally like the most half-assed um, oral sex on me that I've ever seen. And I was just at that point, I was just like, fucking fuck you. And oh, so terrible. And he's like, do you want to stay and watch True Detective? And I was like, absolutely not. I'm out of <laughs> here. And I never called him again. And he never called me again. He didn't even like text to see like. So he must have felt inside that something was like really off and that he had messed up or well, that like i hope he, or I hope that, he felt some embarrassment yeah i don't i don't know how he felt sounds he, like a douche yeah he he was a he was a douche so yeah that was a pretty shitty situation and after and so like spent a while like crying in my shower and then um i was like that's i was like this is a fucking sign from the universe telling me i'm i need to not be dating anymore like i'm fucking tired of this shit mm-hmm. but i had been messaging this guy on like on okcupid for like three weeks we had just been like hardcore messaging which i really don't like doing on okcupid because i'm like if we have a banter going why don't we just meet in person yeah but he was out of town in denver and the whole reason he was talking to me is because apparently we had talked a year before because he was living in denver and i was in denver isn't that over weird Christmas when break. like you you do a double a, a double, double message a double message with somebody yeah and i didn't remember but he messaged me i was like hey i was cleaning out my inbox on okcupid and i like came across your messages i live in new york now because the time he was living in denver and i was in home at home for christmas um and so we're like messaging for three weeks and he was in denver at the time doing some conference or whatever and um then he was like oh i'm back and it was sunday night and my roommate wasn't home and i was really bored and i don't like to be alone so i was like come over no i was like we should meet for a drink like let's go meet for a drink and he was like okay um, cause I was getting so, I was like, why is he not asked me to fucking go out yet? Like what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Um, and so we met up and went for a drink and it was just really good. He's really nice. And, um, I liked, he made me laugh really hard and he had a cool job that he was super passionate about. And there was like live music playing. And towards the end of the night, we like both started singing long, tallest songs. And I was like, that's really cute and fun. Well, it's got to be the right songs because if they're if it's like songs from like from Oklahoma. Oh, absolutely no! It was like musicals. It was you're like, like, hey, buddy, what do you else do you have to tell? It me? was like alt '90s rock songs, so it was mm-hmm. like it felt right. Um, and then so we we're like at the bar for like three hours. It was getting really late on a Sunday night, and he was like, uh, "What do you want to do? Like, do you want to go to another bar? Do you want to go to my place?" And at this point, like, I'm so used to like getting it in that I was like, "Oh, we're going to your place." Yeah. And then he was like, "Okay, well, I'll get us an Uber." And my panties were like. Whew! um nice. and then uh, i like how that's always slipped in it's like of, of all options if you, the one you really want the that you're ashamed to ask for you slip it in like third or fourth then like, you know we could go to another bar go see a movie go, go back to my place we could go uh see the ponies <laughs> and i was like yep don't back to your place <laughs> um and so we like get in the uber and he hasn't kissed me yet or anything so then i'm like real first of all we come to his place which is like fucking nice and i'm like fuck this is great um and so we get there and he still doesn't kiss me and i'm really confused i'm like does he not think this is a date like what the fuck did i get myself into and we're like talking on his couch for an hour and we're having really good conversation and i've i've never initiated a kiss a first kiss in my entire life i've just never done it because i don't want to um it's very scary to do it i feel really bad for guys when they you understand when they where have to from. be with girls like me who are like, I'm not going to kiss you first. It's really, it's really taking a shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. So like we're fl- hardcore flirting and I'm like getting closer to him on the couch and everything. And finally I was like, he kept like making all these stupid jokes and I was like, you realize I'm trying to kiss you, I'm trying to get you to kiss me. Right. And he was like, Oh, are you like 
some stupid thing. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I'm going to kiss you now. And so then I kissed him and we started making out and then we fucked and then I broke his bed and then. You broke. See, yeah. Jump to the breaking of beds. Those are when I say, hey, you know, got anything you want think you'd want to talk about talk about how you broke his bed the first night <laughs> yeah, I did that's the, that's the story we want to hear <laughs> we don't we don't need 20 minutes on like how you guys ended up kissing yeah we do it's cute it's cute it's very cute yeah i broke his bed and we were like fucking and the bed broke and we both just looked at each other like oops and then we we're like we're gonna keep going we can fix this later did we fuck in my bed in, in bushwick and my and the place i'm in now we ever because I, I that I used know. to break up. I was on slats, so a lot of times the bed I would completely we did, collapse. But that didn't in. happen. Yeah, that that's bad. That shit sucks because well, then like, it make, makes me look like I don't have an adult bed. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what happened to him. Is like the the um, slats fell through. It wasn't just the down. slats. It was slats. It was the um, like the whole frame kind of got fucked, and so now his bed just lays on the floor instead of where it like was a bit elevated before. Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> Not when I'm got done with it. Nope. I broke it. <laughs> nice. Okay, let's take a quick break to do the impersonal Patreon thank you roll call. Yes, this is the part of the show where I like to thank everyone who supports me and the work that I'm doing on Patreon. Patreon's kind of like a monthly fan club subscription service, and uh, for signing up there, you get a lot of great rewards, including bonus episodes of the Man Whore Podcast custom thank you videos, and various Man Whore Podcast merch, condoms, DVDs, t-shirts. Hell, for $5,000, I'll throw you a sex party. And in the middle of the show every week, I like to uh, give everyone a nice big old shout out. So thank you very much to Jennifer C, SB, Lance S, Madeline B, Jazzo, Jeff C, Dave K, Justin C, Ramon F, Sarah S, and Sarah B. And hey, Sarah M as well. Prickly Peach, Lawrence B, Holly F, Christina D, Greg A, Sean B, Andrew R, Megs N, nice tits lady, Ed B, Anna Super Slut, Nicole M, Stuart A, Scott G, Doug R, Danielle G, Jessica K, Michael P, Millie W, Jeremy B, hey man, great floating with ya, Frank D, Ashley C, Brian W, Danielle D, P. Ben W, Charles G, Chris with a K, Derek N, Catherine B, Alex S, Almost There, Chris W, Lauren M, Gregory Y, Dervla, Sean N, Raphael R, Julia D, Dave P, Scott B, Ashley J, just a few more left, folks, CJK, Steve Dean, Toby T, Mark G, Emily S, Greg A, Rachel O, Ben B, and Jeff Z. Thank you all so very, very much. And you too can join over 50 fan whores and receive exclusive bonus episodes. You can pledge as little as $1 per month and you can alter your pledge at any time. To do so, head on over to manwhorepod.com and click the Patreon banner on the side. Or you can download the Patreon app and you can find me on there. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. To all fan whores at the $10 and up level, you'll be receiving a full-length bonus episode tomorrow. An additional like 30, 30 to 40 minutes that Kaylee and I recorded. Uh, so you'll get exclusive access to that. Uh, check your email. Uh, check your spam folders. Okay. They might be going there. Become an official fan whore. Sign up today. But for now, let's get back to Kaylee. Yeah. But yeah, I know you seem happy with this dude. And that, that's cool. I still haven't met him yet. So I don't know what the fuck that's about. 
<laughs> but you, can, you seem sometimes. to be seem to be happy about it. every episode you do seems to be a different way to make men feel inadequate because your first episode is just I love big dicks. Then the, then the next one was I like really rough sex. And then it's like this, my new boyfriend's got a shit ton of cash. Okay, yeah, he is. He does have a lot of money, but that's a huge. I thought I always thought it'd be like really cool to um, have a really financially successful boyfriend. Like girls joke about that all the time, where they're like, oh, "I just need to marry rich." And I, so now I'm like dating somebody who's financially well off, and it's actually it's really stressful because I don't I don't want him to pay for things all the time, and like I want it to be more equal and. Our incomes are so incredibly fucking different. Well, that, like, it doesn't have to be equal just because. Okay, so the 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 need to want to be equal part of it might be like, well, yeah, no, men and women, like we should both pay the same, right? And it's all not that so much that for me as much as like I want to do nice things for him sometimes. Sure, but like, but money doesn't always have to equal nice things, right? Nice things is you write him a song and surprise him with a song one day. Yeah, or I did right? that. Yeah, but I think when when the incomes are so different, when there's such a disparity between the two people's incomes, sometimes you just have to take yes for an answer. Be like, yeah. look, you know, it's, I'm getting better at that. They may not be paying because they think a man's supposed to pay. It's just like because I make more money than you. It's fine. Right. It's okay. Well, I I feel a very large sense of guilt about it a lot of the time, but that's that's just how it is. And I ha- paid for my ticket to Europe, so that made me feel a little better. So <laughs> I'm actually I still haven't actually paid it all back yet, but I have a shit ton of cash to give him. I'm gonna like <laughs> throw it at him like he's a stripper and make him dance for it. Hey, you know that's my fantasy. Uh, I know. <laughs> and how's the sex? It's really good. Do you um, guys get into any of the things? Have like because he knows your past, right? Does yeah, he know your history. He, he does. Okay, so I mean. Has have you guys talked about doing anything like bringing other people in or going to parties or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Um, Am I gonna? Is, is when I meet him gonna be at Hacienda? Is that no? <laughs> it's actually really funny because um, I'm really against doing any of that with him. Okay. Because I'm a super jealous and needy person, and um, the idea of anybody else being with him makes me really angry. <laughs> Um, which he doesn't, he doesn't understand because he's like, I don't get it. Like you had threesomes with all these people and you went to all these sex parties and like, I don't understand why it matters. And I was like, well, because I love you and I want to be with you. And maybe at some point that's something that we can look at. But like right now I'm very happy for it to just be us. Um, Mm. but I would probably do that in the future with him, but nothing like super crazy like i don't know it'd have to be it'd have to be so special it'd have to yeah. it'd have to be like a girl that i didn't know that would never find her way back into our lives ever again we i'd, I'd probably be like we had a better place than a than a party maybe i feel had, like you, you could see them again who knows not really it's not like know. you run in that circle it's not like you, you hang out with those people right outside of it i like sometimes i do but yeah. i also don't know how he would do like with um I don't know if he would do well in like that public of a scenario. Like, I I don't know. Maybe he would sure. thrive. I don't I mean, know. Part of it is just hanging out and, and and taking in that vibe. Yeah. You know, even if it's just hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna meet people, we're gonna watch a lot of hot sex. Maybe we'll fuck. Maybe we'll wait till we get home. Uh, you know, one time I took, I think uh, 
someone I was seeing, Emily and I, we we went to a party, and then when we got back, like we fucked like crazy afterwards because mm-hmm. like we just watched a lot of hot sex happen. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you do that. Oh, fine. So so you were you were my first date to a hacienda, and remember remember the guy who came over and like held your hand as you came. <laughs> yeah. So that's just like his thing, apparently, because he's been doing it a lot. I love that guy. He was so funny. <laughs> so first hacienda we go to, you know, it's it's my first like party party. And I'm going down on Kaylee. And this is the first time she's done anything in public like this, like amongst a bunch of people. She's never come in front of people. And and she's getting ready to climax or fake climax. I can't, I can't tell with you anymore. Fucking liar. Uh, I'm not a liar. But Sometimes I'm a liar. We. I don't know if you were faking that one or not. I'm but. just remembering this and it's just oh God. Do you want to tell it? I'd no, I want you to tell it. I want to tell it. I'm gonna I'm gonna demand your version of events after, but I'm going down her. It seems like she's getting ready to come and this guy, this not I won't call him elderly, but he's older. He's older. He's probably like in his forties, maybe fifty tops. But he comes over and just just Kaylee's lying back. He just like grabs her hand and just holds it. Doesn't go to kiss her right away. No, he, he, he did. Kiss he did, me. but like he didn't right away just dive in. He just like went over. He's just like, I just want to hold your hand uh, while she's coming. And <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for you to like speak up and say, "Excuse me, sir." And but when you weren't doing that, I was like, "I guess that's okay." And I was like, "Whatever." I'll keep doing like, this. Go forth, hold my hand. I don't give a fuck. And now, like when I go out the party, he does that a lot. It's he it's is- it's not creepy. It's just odd it's it's borderline creepy I don't to me get it. it's weird it's, but in the moment i was like i think that night i was just like i'm gonna, if i'm doing this like i'm fucking going balls to the goddamn wall with it and so i was like this dude wants to hold my hand great guess we're doing this now. guess we're doing it so so the, i mean the last party i was at i meet this girl we're talking we eventually go on the stairs to fool around i'm going down on her and again he comes over and just just holds her and you're hand. like, I've seen you before. Get I'm out. Like, yeah, when, well, when he when he left, you know, I'm talking to the girl, Paige, and I were it's just like, yeah, man, that guy's a very hand holdy dude. And he go but what he said was, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just very paternal. I got kids. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, I don't like that. Yeah, I just I've got kids, so I just feel this need to hold it. What, do you hold your kids' hands when they're coming? This is strange, man. Oh uh, yeah, that's fucking. Or even worse, is it is it you want to hold your kids' hands when they're coming, so this is where you go, so you can live that out. That's a weird fucking thing to say, man. Oh, what a weird, weird thing. That whole night was weird, but that was a weird night. But was, awesome, but was, weird. I was very nervous, pretty much the whole, and exhausted. I slept like three hours the night before. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, no one tells you, Billy, get a lot of rest before the orgy, or you won't get it up. I'm like, fuck. And then you fuck you fuck like the probably the least attractive guy there. That was, oh, that's a regret. See, that is a regret. That I, is a good. very, very, very big regret in my life. Regret. I wanted regret. so many times to just say, hey, you know, maybe. That was one of those times when my voice was like, the voice inside was like, no. But I was like, it'll be quicker to just get get it mm-hmm. done. I want to I want to do a veto, but you know we agreed. You should have vetoed me. You should have vetoed me so before hard. we started. I asked, "Can we do like what's our rules to each other?" And you didn't want to be obligated to anyone, so I was like, "Okay, that meet." But that meant that neither of us had that type of right yeah. um, that was agreed upon. Because uh, had we, I get creep creeped out just thinking about that. Yeah, Whoa. she fucked like possibly oh, the ugliest guys there. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. That is one of my I don't have a lot of regrets. That one's a regret. Like sure. not the it's, But you know what? Karma came back around because then I fucked one of the hottest guys there. Yes, you did. Yeah. That was great. 
was his but name? you had to make you had to have me uncomfortably watch you bang this guy. <laughs> Jesus. And then, yeah, and then, when, and then, I, then mm. I finally get hard and I'm able to finally fuck you. I'm like, no, I'm going to get in here. And he just decides he's going to put his dick in your mouth. I'm like, uh, I do not. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I, I did not really opt this. into this threesome, oh, dude. God, Back I the did fuck not off. like that. Mm. Wow. But you know what? That night did teach me uh, how to speak up about things because the next one I went to, I went with Emily and I went. And again, we were downstairs. I was still nervous. Wasn't able to fuck her yet. So we had fooled around some. We'd walked around a lot. Hadn't fucked. She hasn't been fucked at this party. She's talking to this guy. Because I did say, yeah, you know, if you, you know, fuck a dude, it's fine. She come, She came over to the bar where I was. Said, hey, were you, are you cool with what we said before? Is that fine? And I did speak up because I was feeling a little lonely. I was feeling a little self-conscious. I said, actually, no, can you, can you stay with me? And to her credit, immediately went to the guy said, hey, I'm just going to stay with my, my date right now. Mm-hmm. And he was fine with it. But... You know, it taught me to speak up if I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. And so instead of like Emily going off and fucking some dude and me feeling weird about it, I exercise. I didn't. I just asked nicely, hey, would you stay with me? I'm feeling kind of mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. And she did. That's nice. Yeah. That way I don't have to watch uh, my date. I don't want to talk about this anymore. He wanted us in the I hot don't want to and... talk about this anymore. Oh, God. He was awful. He's like. I'm friends with him on Facebook. You are? Yeah. Because, um, of course, he like messaged me a bunch afterwards and was what, like, we his, should hang what, out. What's his name again? I'll, I d- be, I'll no, beep no, no, it. No. I just want to know. It's for my... Like, or some fucking <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs> just like something not great. Anytime um, a guy's name has three syllables or more, you should a, be mm, suspect. No. So, and of course, because he like messaged me afterwards and was like, we should hang out again. And I basically was like, absolutely no way in hell we're doing that. Um, <laughs> but he's getting married now, so... Um, it's, it's just weird. It's not that, you know, look again, tubby guys can't, tubby guys can be beautiful. This tubby guy wasn't, that's all. (laughs) Yeah. He's getting married now. So congrats. Gregorio. (laughs) I hope you're happy. (laughs) I'm not happy. I fucked you. (laughs) I think there was another guy too, right? Yeah, not the hot one. I think there was okay. It went like guys cycled went through cute, this bedroom. It went not cute. It went medium cute, and then it went just so fucking hot. Yeah, that was a good time. And his I'm sorry, girl- where where was I on that scale? Oh, you didn't fuck me, so I don't know. No, the because that the guy at the end was super hot, and his girlfriend was super hot, mm-hmm. and he like what was happening? Oh, I can't believe I'm talking about this. Um, someday is this gonna come back to bite me in the ass? One day? I don't care. Nah. Whatever. I'll write a, a memoir about this one day, and my poor parents will like kill themselves. It'll be fine. Um, your parents, my, my dad shares my name. You go, he, his partners go to Google him. This shows up first. <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> um, no, the whole thing was we were talking. Your we were gonna leave, and your friend who you knew came up. Well, she, yeah, she was the one who got squirted on. Do you remember that? Remember? Oh yeah, yeah and remember? I was uh, terrified. Yeah, some woman she's getting fingered and she squirts like five feet. It lands I'm... on my friend Amber, who's like blowing a guy five feet away. I have never I like, oh, seen God. anything like that in my entire life. That was crazy. And then uh, then to figure out that that was someone I knew. Really? Because remember, I went up. I was like Amber, and she's like Billy. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, hey. and then you two started talking, and her date was like, I'm bored of this conversation. And he went <laughs> to me, and he's like, Do you want to make out? And I was like, Okay. Was it very straightforward? Like it was that? literally because like that. that's how. See, and that's why I, li- I prefer straightforward. I would love to just be able to say, Hey, like, want to make out without it being super weird. Yeah, it, he because li- we were both standing there awkwardly because you guys were talking, and then he just looked at me. He's like, You want to make out? And I was like, Okay. Yeah. Well, then when we saw you two making out, I looked at Amber and said, I guess we should make out. And she's yeah. like, Yeah, sure. And I was like, And so then me and him like we're fucking on this like giant bed of people and then um 
really hot guy was like fucking his really hot girlfriend and we kept like looking at each other while we're like both fucking our other people and the, the, my guy was like do you want to switch or something like jesus and he was like yes i would like to switch and i was like excuse you and then we like just fucked for a long time it was really great and his girlfriend didn't look happy and i was like you're way hotter than me and i and he's really into this right now so <laughs> um i felt pretty good about myself that night you should you should it was a good time yeah it was a good first orgy for you it was a good for first orgy yeah. yeah and so the boyfriend's not intimidated by your sexual history or anything no which is really nice um because i felt that for a long time that like no one was gonna it was going to be really hard for me to find somebody to be with because I'm too normal for the people in the poly community. Right. Yeah. And I'm definitely not normal enough for like regular guys. They I'm like the same way. You know this. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but my boyfriend's kind of a skank too. So <laughs> not like he's never been to sex parties or anything, but like he's pretty much only dated um, women who are a lot older than him until he met me. So yeah you know he's I done some that. crazy sex shit and so i don't feel judged by him and i don't know i love him i'm very, I'm very happy <laughs> with him he's lovely that's great that's great yeah. does he have the big dick that you prefer he does absolutely <laughs> wait but again you don't you never know what a big dick is because i'd say <laughs> that was my favorite part of calling you out <laughs> during that first episode where you go i was like well what's a big dick to you you're like i don't know eight and then I'm like, show me what eight looks like. I and don't know. You, I, and you like again. I say I know it when I feel it, and <laughs> when you feel it, and I know it when dick. I feel it on my cervix. That's pretty, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He's he's lovely. Yeah. He's and he's a good guy. And my family fucking adores him. And your family would have adored me. No, they hate you. Why do they hate me? Because your sister um, liked me for a second. Um, she liked you for a second. I think she, I think she was interested in you because, um you made fun of me so much and she liked that okay um because she likes to make fun of me but my mom your, fucking si hates your sister you. negs you yeah she does it's <laughs> fucking bullshit um but my mom really fucking hated you after that um i did that post on my facebook of like what do you think the definition of a slut is for some like research i was doing yeah i remember and that. i was like no answer is wrong like i just want to hear what people have to say and somebody who is pretty ignorant it said something about said something stupid about what she thought the definition of a slut was which i said was okay to do and you just ripped into her and on facebook and my mom was like i really didn't like that like that was really mean and i don't think he's a nice boy and i was like okay <laughs> well i've since uh backed off of the arguing on twitter and facebook i've written so many comment replies and tweets that i then I just I write it out and I never submit it. That's smart. Just, it gets I, it I, out. I get it out and I select all and I delete and I say, "Good job, Billy." Yeah, that's a good. Plan. There's so many fights I've gone into with people on Twitter in my head. Love that. <laughs> that's always a good. It's getting better. I'm 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 working on it. I'm glad. I'm glad that yeah. you're working on it. And I'm glad one of us has been able to find some love. I'm. I keep. I keep striking out. Where Where are right. we on this? What's What's happening? Most recent chick I really wanted to date just uh, out of nowhere said, "Hey, I'm not gonna have time for this." So, peace. Damn. I guess she couldn't manage being a stage manager, a professional dominatrix, and an intern. Sounds like a lot on her plate. To yeah. be fair. So as usual, Billy has bad timing. Yeah. I don't think you have bad timing. I think you um, are dating the wrong women. 
You don't think I'm dating my species? I don't know. Well, this past woman was, I met her at Hacienda. So I was like, that's as in species as I think I can get. I don't know, but I, I think you're like me in the, I don't think that you, those, the poly people, the poly pockets, as I like to call them. Poly pockets? Poly pockets. That's great. I love it. They're on a totally different wavelength that I tried to pretend that I was also on for a year and I'm just not. They're, um, my roommate likes to call them, my old roommate who you met last yeah. time we did the podcast. Um, he likes to call them emotional ninjas as well. Um, and I firmly believe that that's what they are. I totally believe in their lifestyle and like that it really works for certain people. I'm just not one of those certain people and I don't think you are either. I just, I don't know yet because none of them will give me the chance to like yeah. date them. Yeah. So part of me needs to know that. I mean, again, the only, I've said this a lot is the only thing I do know is I'm not going to date the same girl. I'm not going to have sex with only one woman for 50 consecutive years. Well, it's the only yeah. thing I do know. Then that's that's something you can get to later. Like, right. That's something like since I'm in this pretty new relationship, like I'm so content right now with it being just us. Yeah. But like I, I, would, I feel so I want, stupid I want a this. relationship that then expands into non-monogamy. But I don't want to just start like going crazy. Yeah. I, I need some time to build some trust. Yeah. Especially since, you know, I've, well, I've, and like those, I think you will be hard pressed to find someone who's willing to go that speed with you in that community. Yeah. Cause they already, they're already going to know what they want and what they want is going to be to sleep with a lot of people. And even if they really like you, I don't think that they know what they want their lifestyle to be. And I don't think they're going to put the brakes on. For but it's you. so much, it's also hard to find someone in the quote unquote normie world. It's really, trust, yeah, it's really, really outside. hard. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to go speed dating uh, next in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and I put out like the casting call for because I'm going to go speed dating on the podcast. That's that's um, cool. Yeah, and so so we need to put like type of casting call out or whatever. But I need to put enough keywords in the description that will maybe attract some women I who I could potentially date. Right. Not just like generic women who go on speed dating events who maybe the idea of any sense of non-monogamy would uh, right. terrify them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it would be a bad thing for you to date somebody that was like, wasn't terrified of the fact that you had done like this whole non-monogamy thing, but like was very like, Billy, I want to just be with you yeah. right now for a long time. I think you would do well to date someone like that. Cause I think you're trying to date all these women who are very happy with their lifestyle and are not willing to change it. And I think you want more than that. And I think you're, you're chasing, you're chasing the wrong people. Uh, yeah. But I'm also having trouble meeting the normal people, but well, what are you doing? Like, I, I don't know. I don't are get you on th- Tinder. Are you on the cube? I mean, I'm, I'm on, I've never made an okay. Cupid. You profile. need to make an okay. Cupid profile. Who's got fucking time. That's just me. another app. I'm going to go through. Yeah. Another app di- distracting me from my art. Have bro. you tried, have you tried Bumble? <laughs> I, um, I've never, done I really, that, but I've I heard want, it's interesting. I want Bumble, but I would have to update my phone iOS and I don't trust Apple's updates, so I still haven't done Bumble. Well, then I you, want Bumble. I, I have Tinder. Like, uh, you have know. Tinder. How yeah. how many dates have you gone on? I go. Of I get a lot of hookup date things. You so. get a lot of hookups, and I've you gone need on to dates say as well. That you're looking. You just need to. I think what you need to do because this is what I did. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is completely unsolicited, and I don't care. I'm just giving it to you. I know. Um, I think what you need and to you know do what? is I just be think like, there would be less drama and be less of a problem if I just let you do it versus if I said no. That's probably smart. <laughs> You're a smart man. Um, 
I think you just need to say, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. I want, I'm Billy Presida. I want a relationship. And you need to put that energy out into the world instead of like this attitude of I'll take whatever comes. Like all, if you just want to hook up, like that's cool. I'll take it. Like if I, if I'm, if I fall in love with you when you have a boyfriend that you're already in love with and you have to break up with me because the, you can't be with me and the boyfriend at the same time thing. You can't do any of that shit. You gotta, you gotta say, this is, this is the energy. This is what I want. Yeah. But I like being a multi-purpose whore. I like being I like the, like a, like the utility belt. But I'm just saying, if you want to find that thing that I think yeah. you've been looking for for a very long time, you need to zero your focus in and really go for that. I, uh, I'm keeping it in mind. I'm not, yeah, searching, keep it in mind. I'm not searching out for a ton more new hookups. Um, some of them still happen, but you know, we'll figure it out, figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. I've got a cute like Valentine's day esque plan for the, the, the woman I just, uh, told you about, but we'll see because well, it was, it was the Christmas party. So they do Polaroids like naughty Polaroids. Uh-huh. And so we took a Polaroid before we left, um, which would be funny because should we have ever lasted a long time, then like our meat cute would have like physical evidence, mm-hmm. but our meat cute would be an orgy, which I think yeah. is awesome. Uh, so where can people can check you out on Twitter as well as YouTube, right? Yes. And I have a website, kayleymarshall.com. Kayleymarshall.com. Mm-hmm. Check her out on the interwebs, YouTuber stuff. She's got fun things. Thanks for coming on the Man Whore Podcast for, for number three. Oh, God. You're so welcome. Uh, now go do some crazy shit with your boyfriend so you, you can come back and, and tell us about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah? I'll do, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll like, tonight, babe, we have so much to accomplish. For Billy. Billy needs this, so let us do something for him. Yeah, he's going to love that. <laughs> he's going to love it. I'm telling you, call your pussy Gronk. Oh, God. That's would be great. I started calling Giselle Jizz, and he really didn't like that. Yeah, like I said, he'll cave. He's a Patriots fan. I don't know. It's pretty it's pretty heated. If they go two for two, their whole fan base goes ape shit. <laughs> That's true. Fucking wusses. Uh, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody? Bye, everyone. Later. I am so glad I chose to release this. Uh, I can't. I can't believe I almost did not. You know, uh, Kaylee. Uh, again, one of my favorite guests to have on the show. And what's really fun about her is she gets milder and milder each episode. So the first show, she's like, "Yeah, like I'm fucking people. My brother's hot. I love big dicks." Uh, then the second time she comes on, it's like, oh, you know, like I've been doing some uh, poly stuff and fucking these couples, but you know, I'd really like to find a relationship, and I like this one guy a whole lot. And and now, and now it's like I love this guy who took me to Brazil after knowing him for three weeks. So you know, I I think that's really fun. I'm very happy for. Her. I'm I'm glad things are going well. Again, please go check out her stuff on YouTube. Uh, the the slutty song cycles are really fun. They really are uh, songs for slutty girls. <laughs> uh, again, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at TheBillyPresida. Uh, say hello. Use the hashtag ManOrPodcast. Let me know what you think about the show. Like me on Facebook. Uh, we do have that now up and running, so you can find me there. Uh, you can also become a part of the conversation with your fellow fan whores on the Man Whore Podcast subreddit. 
There are individual comment threads for each episode, and I also like to post uh, exclusive pictures and ask questions and make announcements there. Uh, for all you Redditors, that's r slash podcast. And if you want to say something privately to me, you know, send your, your comments, your questions, your booby pictures over to manwhorepod at gmail.com. Big shout out to Elizabeth. Uh, great double D's, lady. Fantastic stuff you're carrying around. But I hope you all enjoy yourselves. I hope you have good weekends. Touch the ones you love. Get excited to go out and vote on November 8th. And most importantly, stay slutty.